0: You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment.
1: Hey, this is Steffi, and this is the episode number 24 of the Metal and High Heels podcast. And this is Kiki. And
2: Pia. We are hosts on this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Show notes with links to everything we mentioned during the show can be found at metal and com slash podcast24. We're almost at quarter of the hundred of the century or whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah 25 is going to be our big milestone and it is going to air on may 22nd world goth day <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh,
1: yeah, fun the fact. Topic.
0: <laughs> are you revealing our topic already
2: uh, no we don't but it's gonna we, make- we, we don't talk about the topic because it wouldn't work then Oh, yeah, let's keep true. it true.
0: Let's, yeah, let's
2: not jinx it. <laughs> and those who listen to our podcast uh, lately w- will know the topic by now.
0: <laughs> that's true. And we just agreed to live stream uh, the recording on Facebook uh, the Thursday before.
2: It's the 17th, right? 17th of May at about 7. Yeah. M. Yes.
0: Tune in on May 17th. Yeah,
2: but Stevie, what's uh, today's topic?
1: Today is the topic about lyrics and metal, about the Woo-hoo. song texts. Yeah. <laughs> but Kiki, I think first you want to tell us a little bit about Trivium in London, right? Oh, yeah.
0: It's been uh, two weeks already since I was there. And uh, it was amazing. The concert was amazing. Um, as I was walking to the venue, the uh, the people were standing in line to get in um, all around the block. So that was wow. funny. Yeah. And then uh, we got into uh, the O2 Academy in um, Brixton. And the merch stand was full of people waiting in line to, to buy stuff. And that never changed. All night long, there were a lot of people standing in front of this merch stand wanting to buy their stuff and of course uh the other the support bands also had merch so probably they sold a ton of stuff as well but it was really impressive to me because uh as i have said lately a lot in this podcast uh bands that want to make money have to step up their merch game and trivium totally does i bought myself a tote bag which is gorgeous i gotta post that on instagram soon and um yeah they had a variation of t-shirts they had like a football jersey with their logo that was really cool and um yeah i thought that's like the best marketing you can do the show was awesome too there were a lot of people uh crowd surfing (laughs) actually with the support bands already the first no the second and third bands i think um they had to stop their show because people were getting injured.
1: <laughs> in oh, the you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean it was a party after that too. It was very cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super happy. I was also carrying a lot of stage divers at Imperican Festival. Nice. Eskimo Cowboy played there. It was a very big party, which was only 45 minutes, which was way too short for Eskimo Cowboy. But it was super fun. That was just last week, and, right? As I said. <laughs> that was just <laughs> last week? Uh, Saturday. Yes, last week on Saturday. Cool. Yeah, and also a lot of stage divers. And We Came As Romans also played there. And I stood in the second row. Wow. It was great. They played Encoder. It's one of my favorite songs, uh, but it's very electronic. So I didn't expect them to play this song live. Cool surprise. So that was a great surprise.
1: Yes, and was it good?
2: Yeah, but now, now let's um, go back to the <laughs> to the topic yeah. of this episode.
1: Okay, right. Yeah, lyrics and metal. Um, yeah. Well, first, uh, maybe your opinion. <laughs> How important are lyrics for you? Do you listen listening to them while listening to music? Mm,
2: Yes, I listen to the lyrics a lot. And um, I don't do it anymore because I listen to the music um, digital, so to speak. Uh, But uh, before I did that, I had the CDs and I always read the booklets when I listened to the songs. So lyrics were very important to me and still are.
1: Yeah. (laughs) These booklets were... And sometimes... Ah, oh, yes, and when were a reason for me to buy a CD and not to stream somewhere, I don't know. I just watched YouTube videos, but I just wanted these booklets because of the lyrics.
2: Yeah, and the
0: art is awesome, too. Yeah, I can understand it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you take the Nightwish booklet the, from the album Century Child, then in the pages between two and three, you have a flower that is um, a dying flower mm-hmm. and in the song i think nemo um, the lyrics are my flower with it between the pages two and three and that's oh, in the booklet of the album oh, before Oh,
1: that's <laughs> sweet <laughs> beautiful, yeah. <Fun> fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah interesting yeah and you kiki do you listen to the to the message of a song
0: Yeah, I I want to say yes. Um, When I like a song, I want to be able to sing along. So I do take a look at the lyrics and sometimes I go like, wow, this is deep. And uh, yeah, that makes me love the song even more. So yeah, for me, lyrics are also a big part of of the stuff.
2: And I think it's very interesting um, how many topics there are in metal music. I thought about the topics um, in preparation for this episode. And I have one, two, three, four, five, five different topics, which you could, um, if you go into further detail, there are many Mm sub-topics. For example? Um, love songs, fantasy, society, religion, and psychology plus personality, mm-hmm. huh?
1: philosophy. I think also.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be number six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all,
0: the, all of the combi- combinations of them, right? Yes, kind of. Because also there are, uh, there are of course, many bands uh, writing about what's happening in the world right now, or I mean, when they wrote the song, right? So it's kind of, that's, that's a, a mixture of, uh, I would say, society and philosophy, for example, or society Ooh, yeah. and yeah. psychology, yep. et cetera.
1: Yeah, also politics. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you prefer anything of these topics? Or do you just want to hear some fantasy stories?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It totally depends on my mood. But um, lately I thought a lot about um, character building and personality, and that's why I uh, like many bands or uh, many songs that deal with that topic. And I think... um, I don't know what was there first, if the music was there first or my thoughts about um, about myself. Um, yeah, but that are the bands that I'm listening to lately a lot, like We Came as Romans or The Charm, The Fury.
1: Mm. Yeah, Charm, The Fury is very political, I think, very critical. Really? Also, yes.
2: And they, um, I think we talked about that in our death metal episode. They yeah. also talk a lot about integrity.
1: Mm yeah I remember interesting. What
2: about you, Kiki? I,
1: I like all of them, I think. I like
0: uh, the kind of of lyric that makes you think and go, yeah, that's totally true." and but I also like uh, metaphors uh, because a mm-hmm. lot of the uh, of the fantasy story lines, for example, that that I find in, in, in some songs and lyrics, you can also like draw the parallels to to something real. You know and and also um i really like when it gets like personal or or like when you or when you feel like uh the person who wrote this was actually sharing something very personal for them so oh, yeah hmm. so they wrote it like this so that we just uh so that we don't get this uh blunt super direct insight into their lives but it does make us think, yeah, maybe they are actually going through a rough patch in their lives and uh, they are writing this about that for us.
2: Mm. But what I especially like is when bands cheer me, when they uh, push me towards my own goals by saying, um, yeah, change the way you live, not just the way you think or something like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, that are some uh, lines that pop up in my mind when I think, should I do this now or shouldn't I do this? Mm-hmm. And then there is this, um, th- this lyric line that appears and then I think, okay, yes, I should do this now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So for example, um, I listened a lot to Stradivarius lately too. Mm-hmm. And on their um, current album, they have a song that is called My Eternal Dream with a very beautiful music video about people who are in a region where there's war, and there is one person who rescues all the other people and leaves nobody behind. Um, and that's what the lyrics are more or less about, that you, no matter what comes, you should stuck to your dream and fight for it. And the funny thing is that Stradivarius had a song long, long ago that is called Hold On To Your Dreams. So that also, Fits very good.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, cool. I think somehow you can also have an imagine of the mindset of the composer or yeah, the writer, mm-hmm. if you listen to to his or her songs a lot, and when you you feel like um, okay some some things like you also told Pia um it reminds more and more or not not reminds uh, what it repeats <laughs> that it repeats um, very often in the songs different topics and yeah I think it's in in Epica and also Nightwish I have this feeling a lot that it's it's always not always but lots of the songs have the same mindset and the same message Mm mm-hmm
2: I think so too and there are bands um, who repeat topics very often like as we talked about Nightwish already um, the ocean is a topic very often
1: oh yeah yeah true
2: or innocence like I think you wrote it down Steffi Mm -hmm. in preparation
1: yeah exactly
2: are there similar topics in Epica
1: yeah I would say so it's like um
2: yeah definitely
1: I would say every song there's destiny or mind or universe or <laughs> I don't know something like that it's always very um, yeah ph- ph- philosoph- ph- what? philosophical <laughs> philosoph- philosophical <laughs> yes exactly oh gosh um, yeah so maybe let's play a game <laughs> the five most used words in metal songs do you have an idea yes Death. Death. Okay. I would say fight. Fire. <laughs> Destiny also.
2: Maybe also fantasy because Halloween had a, I think it was Halloween, they had a song, I'm living in a world of fantasy. And Various also has a song called fantasy. So maybe in true metal, this fantastic topics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And sometimes they also name it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget the dragons. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. I
2: hope we could skip this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's about power metal, so <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there are some bands that are very good with with dragons, at dragons. Uh, for example, Rhapsody of Fire. <laughs> And they also have super long songs. So they really tell stories in their songs. And they are sometimes about 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I also remember um, Aventasia. And they made, oh, it, I think it first was just a solo project of the singer of Ad guy, What was the name? Tobias Sammet, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it became this huge metal opera with a... I think first two CDs of one opera and after that also again one CD and and so on and so on. And just like a super group somehow. Lots mm-hmm. of very, yeah, famous guests, guest musicians, guest singers. It's also very funny if you just, yeah, look at these stories and yeah. It's, it's I think they were the first...
2: I think they were the first who did a metal opera, right? Or is, do you have a band in mind that did a metal opera before Aventasia?
0: I think Therion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, what you were saying before, Bia, about um, lyrics cheering you on or giving you strength—that's um, a, a kind of a funny story. Uh, Lacuna Coil have this song, um, "Nothing Stands in Our Way," right?
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: uh they always christina always introduces the song like super emotionally you know like giving you a big motivational speech in like three minutes or okay maybe 30 seconds but you know uh, <laughs> just in between songs and uh it's always super emotional to me it's it's an incredible song and it's and it's like very up tempo and stuff but i, I yeah, I have cried. <laughs> I have <laughs> cried seeing it live, <laughs> because wow. then she also, you know, you know, um, she uh, talks about this, you know, uh, not letting anything get in your way to your dreams and and stuff. And in this motivational speak, she also then um, gets the audience to sing the part uh, um, "We fear nothing." That phrase, and it's like just so so emotional, and it's so nice it's always so nice to, to see that
1: live, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also always love it if you can see that the singers um yeah also know what they are talking what they're talking what they are singing about, and not just like making music la 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 but if they um yeah just want to want to explain what they want to say, and i yeah really love it if that has that emotional feeling.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's, but but if feels very only...
1: honest.
0: Exactly. That it's not only something they say, but it comes like through, from the middle of their hearts, like for
2: real. Yeah. That's why I like it when the singer writes the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important.
1: I also remember, um, Jansen. She had a burnout somewhere and after that, she wrote an album for revamp about that. To, yeah, to deal with it. And how she also get healthy after that very, very hot burnout, yeah sickness, I was also very emotional if you know that like the story behind it, I did notice before that she was ill, and then I read it somewhere, and oh wow, okay shit it's it's just her story, her real story, how she felt, mm. and that made it even more yeah more emotional i don't know just um better intense very very intense music then
0: yeah and besides wildcard is a great album
1: yep exactly yeah and i'm waiting for the successor
2: since five years oh <laughs> i don't think there will be a new revamp album but that's another story
1: <laughs> no <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> sad one. Yeah. Oh, talking about uh something like that. Uh, <laughs> talking about waiting for for um uh, for I um for the next album. Trillium is releasing um their next album. Amanda Somerville's band. Uh I think in August, I'm thinking uh I don't know, uh a Friday this summer, the new Trillium album is coming out and uh the first single is out already. And it's called "Time to Shine," Mm -hmm. and there Amanda sings about it being about this being her time to shine, which also is very fitting because uh, she's making a comeback with that band, and she's got the whole Exit Eden going on for her. So it's
2: it actually is very literal. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And she was in Avantasia a long time, right? Of course, still is. Mm -hmm still is okay so now it's her time to be in front of the stage everywhere in every band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um i have another opera metal band in mind uh, that is dark sarah i yeah. think um, oh yeah that heidi still repeats um not repeats um still goes on with the story of dark sarah also on the the album that she had was crowdfunding now it's something with the moth the golden moth or something i don't know it's mm-hmm. not released yet yeah. i think but the first and the second album were the story of dark sarah and the third one is too. it's also about this character
1: yeah also the whole story mm-hmm. yeah changing the topic <laughs> Pierre, i just remember that you once had some very funny examples for the um, discrepancy between the music and the lyrics So the, I don't know, the lyrics are very romantic and the music is very (laughs) hard. I have a lot of examples for that. (laughs) 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 Uh, My favorite
2: example is a German song by JBO. It's called Gänseblümchen. And the song is a mixture of death metal um, and a a very romantic part. And in the death metal part, uh, the singer sings that he loves this girl and he's the woman of his dreams and everything is so wonderful and he'll do everything for her. And then in the part, um, in the romantic music part, he says what he'll do to her if she leaves him and that's that's not so nice. So it oh. totally doesn't fit together. And that's very funny when you listen to that. Um,
1: oh yeah, also watching the music video mm-hmm. for that, <laughs> <laughs> that's even better.
2: And there is another song that is... I think it's a funny song, but many, many fans of Samsa's Traum would now like to kill me, I think. Um, It's also a German song. It's called Heiliges Herz. And it is also very romantic. So when you first read the lyrics, you think, oh, that's a love song. And when you listen to it, it's a kind of black metal song. I wouldn't describe Samsa's Traum as black metal. They want to be or wanted to be black metal once, but it goes into that direction with really harsh vocals and that's also very funny
1: yeah but I, I also listen to that song and I think there's not um, I think it still fits somehow because um, yeah this kind of love or just love itself it, it not has always to be so romantic and fluffy and sweetie and nice <laughs> it also can be a little bit um, yeah, melancholic and dramatic, and I think this song is a very good example for that, and I think yeah the the who song with the music part and the lyric part it fits very good together to describe these kind of feeling or this kind of mm-hmm. love and yeah i I like it I don't know I also like the song, I don't know
2: why, and that brings me to another uh another thing when you have a love song, but not really a love song, a song that you can listen to when your relationship ended. Um, And I listen to, when I listen to the radio, there are a lot of songs. I have an example in mind by Pink. I think the song is called Please Don't Leave Me. And she is like, please don't leave me. And I always think when I listen to that, are you serious? Would you go to the one you love and say, please don't leave me. Hmm." (laughs) (laughs) And I think that is not true, not authentic. And there is a song by a band called Norther and um, it's the song Omen. And that describes perfectly how I would feel after somebody left me. And if you don't know the song, you should yeah. listen to the lyric video or watch the lyric video. It is wonderful, and it describes perfectly um, how how I feel after the relationship broke.
1: Yep. <laughs> I also listened to that song. Of course, you just told us before for recording, and um, yeah, yeah, I think it fits better to the real feelings <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, um, before, uh, because you said um, pink before, um, yeah, I I can just say yes, yeah, yes, you are Thank right. You. <laughs> but I think <laughs> yes, is, is more
2: honest in in some feelings, or maybe I am just a person who likes to express every emotion very loud. Every
1: emotion very loud. Yeah, maybe maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> I would say metal is always, it's just deeper. It describes just deeper feelings and not only these, um, I don't know, uh, facts, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Just call it facts. Mm-hmm. But these, metal also, or not all, but most, I would say, just want also to go deeper and just to discover its own soul and feelings and emotions And that's what, I think is also a part of the music which makes it so special and, yeah, extraordinary for me. What's your
2: favorite metal love song? song?
1: Mine? Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's very, very hard, I would say, to... No, no, I can't say. Kiki? Do you have one?
0: That's a very good question. I'm... um I'm just starting uh, Spotify to see in my playlist. <laughs> because, uh, just like very spontaneously, nothing springs to my mind.
2: In mine would be line with Sucker Punch. Yeah. It's so romantic. Sucker Punch, the demons from my dreams.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I would say almost every second metal song is somehow a very beautiful love <laughs> yeah. song. Because it it goes always so deep. And if you're just looking for deep emotion, then you are, yeah, mostly you're finding love in a good or in a bad way. I don't know, but mostly it is love. And so, yeah, for me, yeah, every second metal song (laughs) works somehow with love. I'm
0: thinking right now, uh, let me look up these lyrics because I might be totally (laughs) wrong. (laughs) <laughs> but i just found on my um i don't i don't know if if it's my favorite but uh it's a very nice amaranth is limitless and it's also a duet and uh, it's, i i love that song
1: yeah that's also it's it's a karma right a ballad
0: yeah yes very very ballady yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'm looking at those lyrics yeah it's very nice
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's gonna be on our uh spotify playlist for this episode i guess right yep i am
2: already working on it yeah
0: good idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool. post it
2: after we record it.
0: yes and now we are uh yeah by the uh, reaching the end of the episode is there anything else you want to say about lyrics so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like them. <laughs> I, I I think it's very important for me it's very, very important just to see um there are also people who wrote down their thoughts and then combine it with with music. I think that's that's mostly very emotional and interesting.
2: I have to add that um, I don't want to leave the topic society um, out of this conversation because it's very interesting how bands deal with this topic. I visited um, a discussion panel once and they also talked about this. And there was Mm -hmm. a researcher who said that bands from communistic countries, in their songs, they talk about themselves. So they use, I do this or whatever, they talk about just one person and in capitalistic countries, they talk about we. So it's the other way around. In communistic countries, the, um, government also says, always says we have to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and in the songs, it's the other way around um, They want to focus on the individual in the songs and in capitalistic countries, they want to focus on the group
0: community. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's cool. Well, probably is exactly that need to emphasize on uh, what you don't have, right? mm mm-hmm. Or what you yeah. need. Yep. Interesting. Right. See, that's deep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> I think we could talk about that one, two hours, and it would be very deep, or it would become very deep. Well, of course. Somewhere. But, well, yeah, time's over, sadly. Yeah, so... Um don't forget to subscribe to the Metal Heights podcast on iTunes or your preferred podcatcher, whatever you like. Or listen
2: to us on Spotify.
1: Exactly Spotify is <laughs> not also awesome. And you can all f- can find all these episodes at wwwmetal dot com slash podcast.
0: Yeah. And follow us on Twitter at Metal High Heels on Instagram at Metal and High Heels. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We just reached uh, five hundred subscribers a couple weeks ago. So go, let's get us to the thousand subscribers. Go and hit <laughs> <with> this button. <laughs> well, first
1: thank you. Thank you to the two hundred.
0: <laughs> five hundred, yes. Thank you so much. Um And like our page on Facebook, you can send us a voice message on Facebook so that we can play your voice here in our show.
1: And if you maybe also want to play this game of the most used words in metal songs, you can also write it down and, of course, send it to us.
2: Yep. Send us every song with your favorite lyrics and we will listen to it and maybe discuss it in one of our next episodes. Yay. Thank you for listening and bye-bye. Bye! Bye bye!